Hey there, everybody. Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s sometimes. I am Tom O. I'm joined by my co-host, John S. John, how are you? Good. You know, every time you introduce us, you always kind of, I don't know, it seems like you really want to include the 2000s in this. Well, I think uh, the, the first, like, three years of the 2000s, I think there's some stuff that we've touched on, maybe. Well, I know that The Outer Limits starts in the late 90s and kind of has one or two seasons that bleeds in the 2000s, but I really feel like that's it. Like, Well, I mean, I'm just covering our tracks, man. I know. Yeah, What do you, do you hate the 2000s? No, I just feel you like... You heard it here first. John <laughs> hates the early 2000s. The aughts. No, yeah, it's just that there's certain shows like... Um, uh, God, Masters of Horror, you know, that was a really great... Uh, I think it was HBO or Showtime where they would have like all these directors who would do like uh, classic movies do literally an hour or a two hour standalone idea. And it was really cool. But like I kind of feel like by us just kind of focusing in on this little time and place, it allows us to kind of, I don't know, explore this. Do you want me to do again? Is that what you want? The yeah. intro? No. Have you seen Masters of Horror? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I would. Uh, they used to have standalone uh, Masters of Horror that you could rent from Blockbuster. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, um, obviously, Blockbuster is gone now. There's one left, from what I understand. Really? There's one left. It's not in the U.S. Oh, wow. It's like some weird Norwegian... I bet you they make bank just... For that reason alone. I bet you the people who work there love working there. Yeah. Did you ever rent video games from there? Uh, I remember renting a video game system from there. What? Like, you could, like, rent, be like, okay, I'm going to get the Super Nintendo and then get, like, a couple games with it and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's so strange, because I remember, like, renting the game for me, like, I had limited uh, video game time. My mom was, like, an hour a day, and... It was tricky because... She lets you watch as much TV as you want? No. Oh. We could only get like an hour of TV and an hour of video games a day. And this is like after my older brothers had already moved out. So, I mean, if she wasn't home, I was cranking that TV. <laughs> That's all you were cranking? Hmm. <laughs> yes. As soon as mom leaves, gotta watch that TV. That is true, though. Did you ever get busted by your parents, like, doing anything... Jerking off? Jerking off. Or, like, oh, yeah. You did? Yeah, once or twice. What happened? Oh, you know, just like... <laughs> I remember like... Uh, we're we're going to ask our guests this question, too. <clears throat> no, uh, I remember like coming home from school and being like, all right, I got a certain amount of time to fucking rub one out. But I feel like when you were younger, not only did you not understand necessarily how like your own body worked, be like, all right, I had to get to get this done quick. I felt like you might be, you know, maybe... I don't know, stringing things out a little bit longer than they need to be. You know what I mean? Kind yeah, of exploring uh, the options. Were you were you on internet? Were you? Uh, oh no no no! Yeah, you're this before is internet. pre-internet. Were you doing uh, uh, imagination masturbation? This was imagination say? masturbation for sure. Because uh, you know, all you have to do is see it once, burn it into your brain, and be like, "I'll file this away for later." Oh yeah, record. You know what they call that? What the spank bank? Oh, they do call this spank bank. I've heard that phrase before. Mm. Um, 
the first time I ever saw pornography was very weird. I don't know if I've ever told you the story. Uh, I was in maybe fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. It was way young to be seeing it. And I was at school and I got sick. And uh, I went to the nurse's office and I had to go be like, I need to go home. And my mom was like, I can't pick you up. I'm at work. But there was a kid who we used to be babysat with who was also sick in the nurse's station. And he was going to go home with his dad. And my mom was like, you can go home with him. And his dad worked at a garage, like a body shop. Oh, they always have porno there. Oh, God. Yeah. So me and this kid who I barely knew went to his dad's garage. <laughs> Their dad was like, all right, you got to hang out here in like the like the lounge and wait for like five hours while I get done at work. So, of course, me and him were like fucking around, you know. Were you actually sick? I don't remember. Probably not. I don't. I mean, I feel like any time I was ever sick, you know. I've always been faking it. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been sick my whole life, except be- like since I've become an adult. Really? You know what I mean? I like, it's always like. <laughs> bet you you play this out. School. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, anyway, I go, I'm at this garage. It's fucking weird. Everything's covered in grease. And in the bathroom, they had like a huge stack of porno magazines. And they were like, penthouse they were not any type of like they weren't like the yeah no they were not for but you and moms uh, and dads they were just for dads i bet you there was an easy writer in there too probably yeah i mean if it's a shop (laughs) yeah more so for the motorcycles and cars and low riders than anything else Mm -hmm. (laughs) see like some mechanic being like oh yeah did you see that chassis you see that clutch yeah not interested yeah (laughs) naked women at all those, Anyhow, those, those are the pages that were uh, stuck those together. Those are the stuck together ones. <laughs> well, it was weird. And I remember seeing, like, this naked lady and, like, like her, like, use... Uh, there was, like, a weird dominatrix, like, poster that was in there. And it had, like, hmm. some chick was using, like, a, a leather, like, whip or strap or something to, like, spread her vagina open. I know. Whoa. And I was, like, as a kid, I was like, that looks like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just as a kid being like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm looking at, but I'm seeing a ton of it. Yeah. And basically went through like a foot and a half stack of porn magazines in like, I don't know, 15 minutes. Like my brain was just like, like putting it in the spank bank, soaking it all up. My little impressionable brain was like, never still in forget there, this. Right? Oh, yeah. Believe it's still in there. You're like, page 13, <laughs> uh, volume 7. And then ju- just to make things even weirder, uh, after I looked at Wait, all did these... you guys watch? Did you guys look at them together? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, after I came out of the bathroom, I was like, whoa. And like was like so stupefied and out of it from like having my little world rocked. Uh, and then, Little like, world. went up to this, like, it's hard to explain, but basically there was a top floor and a bottom floor, and the top floor was where we were waiting in this room, and I, like, went to this place, like, where it, I saw cat footprints there, but basically it was not a place for people to hang out, but because I was a little kid, I was like, cool, I'm gonna climb up here, and I fell through the ceiling. What? <laughs> from the top floor, down into the second floor and like 
did like a weird somersault and Wait. landed on top of a file cabinet. This was Fat John, right? <laughs> no, this is pre-Fat John. Oh, I was. Okay. This is like, I was. Our guest. I was chubby, John. <laughs> this was weird. She's having but a hard time not. Just imagine a little pre-Fat John being completely confused and aroused by a, a weird dominatrix porn magazines covered in motor oil and middle-aged men jizz <laughs> um I, and I, then <laughs> hold on okay and then doing a backflip through the ceiling landing on a file cabinet and then getting in trouble and then having like my mom like yell at me for like making trouble at this dude's garage and then me telling all my friends and classmates i'm like you guys will never believe what happened to me when i went home sick i saw Ooh. pictures of naked ladies yeah made me who i am today yeah of course yeah it <laughs> was, fucking creep i remember um <laughs> back to your point about like the weird like spread open vagina i remember the first Very time good. i saw like uh, a, a, a sort of similar thing in a magazine and just being like oh that looks they look weird <laughs> like I remember when I was like third grade, uh, one of my friends told me uh, a vagina looks like a reverse butt, basically. And so like, just like a front butt. A reverse butt. Okay. Like a front butt. Did he have a sister? Yeah. Okay, I Twin get sister. it. <laughs> Twin sister. Twin. All right, all right, all right. We'll not say names. Um, but I remember that, oh, okay, it's just going to look like a, a crack, like a butt crack. <laughs> And then I saw it like probably about the same time, like fourth or fifth grade, and just be, and it was like, uh, oh god, this is like, I played hockey with this kid, and his dad like, this is probably sixth grade actually. He brought down like, uh, porn magazines, and was like, you guys are old enough. Brought like, down? Was this in a, a basement of some sort? Yeah, like okay. they had, like a basement, like what was like, uh, like the video game room, and and like they had a fireplace. The den. Pretty cool. The den. Yeah. Uh -huh. I remember, like, uh, yeah, we played hockey together, and, and he, like, came down. Like, his his wife and uh, their daughter were gone, so it was just, like, the, the three boys. And he's like, I think you guys are good to get these. And he, like, just tosses a bunch of, like, very graphic, <laughs> graphic, graphic uh, <laughs> magazines. But He's uh, like, what are you guys, six, seven? Here you go. What, uh, have I, this is a bad story. Have I Where told you about uh, the first time that I ever tricked off? actually had something come out yeah oh my god uh do you want to introduce our guest real quick uh let me deal the story real okay quick. dive in spill so spill i shouldn't not tell the your nuts spill your guts everyone listening don't judge me um so when i was like in i want to say seventh grade i went over to my best friend's house and his parents were gone they weren't home till like five o'clock and uh, he had figured out some way <laughs> through their satellite cable or whatever that he could rent a porno and cancel it real quick so we could watch it, but it wouldn't show up on the bill or anything like that. Very, very smart. And uh, the way their house was set up was like a 2-4 place, and you could, uh, you could see... Basically, he was like, okay, we'll put this porno on. He's like, and if you go up to the top of the stairs around the corner... If you look into the picture on the wall, you can see the reflection of the TV in, in the, the glass. In the glass. So you guys could both be watching it, but not next to each other. Yeah. 
So I went up there and had my first ever <laughs> ejaculation. And as I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You know, my eyes unfocused from the TV and the picture is just a family photo of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're jerking off to your friend's family photo. That's so funny. I didn't so do funny. that with my eyes unfocused. And I had that post nut like fucking shame instantly. Oh my God. That's uh, fucking priceless. Like, yeah. I, I actually saw. Like now I can't get off without a family watching. But I have to watch it like I'm in prison like with a mirror. You know like I watch <laughs> <laughs> like fucking have an empty can playing a harmonica i didn't realize until years later like how fucking weird that story was like i was like 23 and suddenly i was like holy shit that was the first time that happened and like whenever i see their family i'm just like hey <laughs> <laughs> oh, well it's just yeah. it's a weird thing it's so funny because you know because it was like that classic... you play with your little whacker a million times and then when something happens you're like hello yeah, i did like this is all new. Okay, no, I'm, I'm not going to get further in the story. Oh, please. Uh, you, can you introduce our guest? Okay, just uh, our guest has been biting their tongue, wanting to laugh, wanting to chime in here. Uh, we have friend of the podcast, Miss Kiri. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, boys. Uh, Sorry about that. The yeah. whole conversation you did hear. Uh, I have a follow-up <laughs> question. Did you ever have a weird moment like that growing up? Did you ever jerk off to your friend's family photo? It wasn't my friend's family <laughs> photo. It was the I reflection. Missed that milestone. No, it was a reflection. And then after <laughs> it happened, I my eyes focused to the actual picture, and and I felt great shame. Great shame. I saw everyone like literally that classic two thousands like family photo of like hand on shoulder, hand on shoulder, polo shirt. Mm hmm. Uh, anyway, so I think for girls it's a little different than for guys. <laughs> like you guys speak about, you know, pulling, pulling, and then one day something magically flies out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. for us, it's more like accidental because it's not something you're like seeking. This is usually. accidental too. Well, it's more like you're like on your stomach watching TV and kind of like you know just hanging out. Maybe you're like coloring. Maybe you're having some snacks. You know, the your body shifts a bit and. You feel good. So you keep feeling good and then you feel great. Wait, so you're like your clit's like rubbing on the, the ground basically? Yeah. Okay. What are you doing when you're watching TV with it's been moving around that much? I'm imagining you eating like goldfish crackers, like listening to Raffi. Like coloring Color- listening yeah. music, yeah. Okay, weird. <laughs> Did you ever get busted doing anything like that? No. Really? No. Were you secretive? Yes. And you had your own bedroom, too. I would put on the shower, like, make ambient noise. Like, don't. Like, I'm not up to nothing. Girls. Smarter than boys. Yeah. Still. Forever noise. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, anyway. uh, Yeah. Good talk. (laughs) I'm glad you guys got to hear that. Uh, My apologies to. I love that story. Oh, yeah. I had to tell that one at a party once. Had to. We were playing a game. You had to tell, like, the story of the first time you did that. And, you know, it's it's a good enough story that, whatever. I 
That's a great story. Yeah. I love that. I That's why it. I was like keeling over on the ground when he so, started. So, Kira, you've knew. heard this story before. Oh, yeah. I was at the party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Telling my own dirty, horrible things. Yeah. But that wasn't dirty and horrible, what you just said. That wasn't one of the stories oh, I shared. Okay. All right. Did you, um, just to stay in this horrible topic <laughs> that our listeners are turning off at any moment, um, was there uh, a time when you first found like a, a porn magazine or saw internet porn or had a friend introduce you to things yeah i feel like for guys like it was commonplace to have like you know anywhere from four to twenty guys packed into a living room watching porn in silence while they were all simultaneously playing with their dicks Mm -hmm. no it's very different for females (laughs) so for us it was like the aol chat rooms so i remember i had like one of my like bffs over uh yes what's how old are you i am 32 okay 33 we're in the same age we're in the same age (laughs) what was your instant messenger name or like part of it so no wait it doesn't exist anymore joey's creek because i thought it should be about her not dawson Oh. Uh, which one's Joey? Katie Holmes, the oh. one who married Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was a babe back in the day. What this does she true. do now? Anything? Um, not Tom Cruise. Ooh. Oh, coming in and hot. Zing, take that, Tom Cruise. Um, so I, was, I, was, I feel like I was in a story and someone interjected. Sorry, no, no, that was you, my fault. We were talking yeah. about like finding AOL a, porn. Oh, yes. So I had one of my BFFs over. And uh, we go online and we go into the chat room and we, we try and suss out a situation to have like cyber sex. So oh, you're like wow. typing back and forth with a stranger that, of course, you say that, you know, your ASL is, you know, 18FCA. And at this time, we lived in Mississippi. So I was not CA. It was, it was just, just like cool to be from California. An 18, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm a California boy. Yeah, you are. I say I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really 16 oh <laughs> don't um, tell yeah so you would get like so you would solicit like you would talk we would type solicit. i mean no, yeah you oh, would wow. catch mm-hmm. a predator but like would you have him bring you we we're just curious i'll have a red apple ale yeah that's the <laughs> real thing but i uh, feel like if you order that now somebody like um Sir, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, sir, that's like illegal, actually. <laughs> it's only designed to seduce uh, underage women or men. But again, I think because y'all are more visual, right? So you see the pictures and things like that. But for us, we like like have more of the narrative side of it. So the cyber sex, you know, the typing back and forth, um, you know, not knowing what the other person is going to say. It was all part of the fun for us. Ah, that, man. The first I time I, I jerked like no off was, was to a 32-bit Chun Li in Street Fighter on my Sega Genesis. Wow. Um, <laughs> we need more. Yeah. I think that's enough. Uh, um, I told my horrible story that I was shamed for. Yeah, I used to have the Sega Channel. Y'all know what that is? No. Not the channel. I had the console. So the oh, Sega Channel so was basically like. Uh, you had this thing that hooked up to your auxiliary cable for your cable box, and every month you had a bunch of different games that you could play, and you paid like 14 bucks a month, and it was basically a, a finite uh, amount of games that would basically, you didn't have to go to the video store to rent, and you could play them through your cable. And it was, a lot of them were really, like really shitty renditions of real video games, but some of them were decent, 
And uh, I remember playing games that I wouldn't normally play, like play like uh, Road Rash. That was a good one. Or uh, Clay Fighters. Um, all right. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Primal Rage. Anybody? I remember. Yeah, I, I know that one. Well, I was a Sega Genesis kid, evidently. And yeah. um, loser. I only did Sonic. I had the console. Yeah. Well, uh, Sonic was not doing it for me like uh, <laughs> Street Jesus Fighter Christ. Two. Chun Li was doing it for me, and uh, T- Tails wasn't doing it for you either. <laughs> what was the rabbit one too? In the TV show, remember the they like the rabbit had like half a robot arm. She like almost been to- turned by Robotnik. Oh, I don't remember the whole lore of it. Okay, never mind. Eggman? Yes. Something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember, like, I was saying, like, there was a time where you would just be like, all right, I'm playing with my dong and not necessarily expecting anything to happen. And then one day you're just like, okay, I just didn't stop. And then something happened. And that was yeah. the, uh, that was the occasion. I was like, me playing video games with my brother. Had to excuse myself. Ooh, ooh, okay. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> yep. Uh, well, yeah, that, that was the... Well, that was a fun little walk down memory road. I think we've all yeah. put our foot in our mouth by this time and embarrassed ourselves. Is there ourselves. a hashtag we can put out that people can share the, their stories with us and throw away accounts on Twitter? Uh, I was going to say, uh, like, hashtag, uh, instead of spank bank, like, um, shame bank or... Mm. First bank. First spank. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, yeah. Ooh, first, first first spank. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. I will never check that hashtag in my life. I will. Um, well, Kiri, welcome to the show. Uh, we like to <laughs> talk about the most embarrassing thing we possibly can when we have guests on. And I'm not embarrassed. Me either. Actually, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> That's Okay. <laughs> I, that's the trash man. Trash man and the uh, junk man coming at you live. But uh, yeah, Kira, we like to ask our... Welcome to Short and Spooky. Yes, welcome. We yeah. like to talk about science fiction and horror anthology shows besides just our From the formidable... Up to the 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, after that, fuck off. Um, <laughs> but hey. yeah, uh, when you were growing up, uh, things that scared you, mm. did you, uh, are you much of a... Do you believe in ghosts and things like that? Ghouls. Well, I grew up in the South, so it's the part devil of the culture. Well, the devil. You know, there's some voodoo and was there someone playing such, some fiddle down there too? Usually, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's definitely a feeling of like you know cemeteries or touring old homes that have ghosts that are supposedly around. I never saw anything. I always wanted to. I always liked the idea of. Being in that scary situation, I guess, like feeling. You don't feel that you're sensitive to supernatural. I want to be. I'd like to be. I, 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 I I am. Oh, she's looking up to the the skies, to the the heavens. I'm open. Um, Did you ever have any actual situation that ever happened where you're like, oh, this is fucking weird, like doors closing or things missing? No. Oh, actually, once I was at the La Prisma Mission in Lompoc, California, and there was supposedly nobody in this area, but we heard this, like, the bell, you know? So we're like, oh, there's somebody up there after all. But no, there's, like, nobody that's ever up there. Like, there's no access point at that point. It just 
that's part of like the ghost lore. So I might have encountered something, but it was more like exciting. It wasn't scary. It was yeah. like, yay. Um, I hope that's what that is. Yeah, that the uh, man, that's the opposite of me. She's the opposite of me. Like, well, when I was younger, I I love to be scared now. I love going into weird scared situations. little boy. I was a scared little boy. Uh, excited been... old lady. Is that the opposite? <laughs> yeah, I'm only excited old lady. Uh, but yeah, no, I I had the opposite growing up where I was scared by a lot of things. A lot of weird things happened like that. Um, what about like so? A couple of things that happened with me with like really weird dreams and things where I'd wake up and I would like have slept walk or anything like that. Did that ever happen with you? My scary stuff was like physical paralysis. So like I couldn't move my yes. body in the dream. Very cool. Um, but that's connected to also my first memory where I couldn't move in snow. So I was all bundled up in Germany and trying to like move my two, three year old body through the snow all oh, wow. bundled. That, so that sounds like a, like a cool movie, like intro, like, I don't know, you get trapped in the snow or something like that, and then, like, I don't know. That's your nightmare as a forever. Oh, it's going to be, I don't know, like, maybe you have, like, a strong, like, mental picture of yourself or you gift psychic abilities. I don't know, it sounds like like an X-Men, you know, Oh, I always story loved X-Men. Rogue was my favorite. Rogue? Yeah, and oh, okay. stupid Anna Paquan. I don't like her in that Was casting. it because uh, she was Southern? That, no, she's not Southern, that fake Southern and her accent's accent horrible. Is bad. Which and, she does a good one in True Blood later, so I don't understand why did she have to suck his robe. Ooh. Uh, I like True Blood. I was just well, gonna yeah. ask. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, probably the gayest show I've ever watched. Um, yeah, uh, vampires. What do you? How do you feel about? Are you a vampire? Uh, did you ever watch what's that really bad one? Twilight. No. Um, Dark Shadows back in the day with my yeah, mom. Yeah, that is old school. Yeah, that is that some real old school like shit. What is this? Uh, Dark Shadows was like a weird BBC mm-hmm. vampire show that was kind of like a soap opera. Yeah, but very it soap was, opera basis. Um, didn't they make a remake of that with Johnny, Johnny Depp? Depp? Yeah, because yeah. Oh yeah, he was a big fan back in the day, so it was kind of like a fan project, Terrible. which means it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. It was so bad. But... What? What's the one that uh, the guy from Flight of the Concords did? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, that's what I, I knew it was something with the They shadows. got a show of that coming out. Really? Yeah. Uh, with him? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll check it out. I love the Flight of the Concords. Me too. Mm-hmm. Song yes. Life. Too many mother uckas. Ucking with, with my, my shit. shit. Okay, this just became the Flight of the Concords podcast. God, I'd listen to that. It would be on that. Yeah. People actually would listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have fans. Okay. Um, so, on to our episode. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about anthology series, so maybe we should get down to it. You um, sure we don't want to talk about masturbation? I mean, or we can always slip it or, in. Yeah. Oh, pun intended? Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I, I was wondering how I was going to take you guys. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're doing... Uh, Amazing Stories. Yes, we're doing an episode of Amazing Stories. Do you have the episode number? Yeah. Yeah. Season 2, episode 15. hey Uh And this was picked by you, Miss Kiri. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us why? Or like, maybe even we can backtrack a little bit, like think of some other series that you watched growing up in the same kind of genres. Uh, let's see. I like to like Ghost Rider. Yes. Like, mm. You know, when you have to think about it. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Was Ghost cool. Rider. I love Remember it. Ghost Wait, Rider? That Ghost was on Rider PBS was or yeah, that was, KBHK. No, that was, that was PBS, yeah. 
Very cool. Oh man, that I think that I mean we couldn't do it on, the, on this show because it's got a continuous storyline for the most part. I but know. that's something outside of here. I think I want to go back and rewatch because I remember there's fun. an episode. The one that sticks with me the most is there's one where um, one of the characters jerks off to their friend's yes. family. It wasn't to my <laughs> friend's family. It just happened to be the reflective surface, and then I saw it after. Done. Not talking about it again. Uh, there's one where they get like. Like three of the four kids get like stuck down like in a sewer, and they like in order because remember Ghost Rider could like only transmit stuff that had been written. So Ghost Rider like, was like letters. a a a like a ball of light or yeah. something like that, right? It yeah, was yeah. like it was like I feel like if you watched a show, it was like follow the the bouncing ball. It'd be like it was yeah, like an well, After Effects thing that they added in. Yeah, right? and. Uh, they got stuck down there. I think like the tide came in and they were like in something. And... But nobody had like died, right? There wasn't. No. There wasn't actually a ghost. No, there. Well, the that was the whole like long term thing was like them trying to figure out who this person actually was. It was the singular person. Well, the the ghostwriter was a ghost who had like been like some sort of writer or yeah, like the actual thing. I, I don't know. I'm actually. This I'm is trying this, to explain. I this is. I appreciate that. I'm so happy that you know this. Actually. Oh well, I used to watch it, but the thing I was the point I was trying to make make before you interrupted <laughs> me uh, was there's the one episode I remember particularly was that they get stuck down in uh, underground, and the way they get out is they use rocks and they spell like help stuck in like in sewer. But in that episode, they have the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, what? Uh, as uh, a song in it. Uh-oh. Not, not them. <laughs> it's the one like... Flea, t- you, the... you have to like play bass and use your... I don't like, know. <laughs> what's the one? I, I don't know them that well. They're like... It's like Break On Through the Other Side or something like that. Or Take um, Me All the Way. The doors. That's Doors. Yeah. No, no take, take Me All the Way. Oh. Uh... Take Me to the Place I Love. Yes. Take me all the way. That uh-huh. song was in that episode, and I watched it. And I was like seven years old. And I remember being like, "Oh, okay." You're like, finally, an episode of television that speaks to me. Well, those PBS man, they must have either Red Hot Chili free. Peppers were like doing some community service. service yeah, <laughs> they were sentenced like, by a court. Like, you yep. have to like do some community service. And like, <sighs> all right, we're gonna do this song about heroin. Maybe we can like, I don't know, incorporate it into some childish. <laughs> Just um, yeah, I don't know why I brought so that not up. Not so much like, like horror, but more of like sci-fi things. So um, uh, Babylon 5, Earth Above and Beyond, um, Earth 2, um, those type of ones. Any Star Trek or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. All the Star Trek. Um, Deanna Next Troy. Next Generation. Of course, yeah. That's the best shaped one. my personality. But I watched a lot of the original episodes with my parents, all the movies. I remember going to the theaters with my dad and seeing like the purple Klingon blood and... Oh really? I remember figures. seeing that. Oh, yeah. Which one is that? Uh, I forget which one it's, it's in, one but I remember watching it. Yeah, and it's well, like when had we were the, kids, not that. Yeah, when we were kids, and it had. Um, I remember the scene you're talking about because, like, in the first ten minutes, they have like these scenes where like all these doors are closing and people have like their arms, and legs uh, chopped off. And wow. you can see like the purple glue. Yeah, yeah, like and you space, can see it. You know, thing yeah. So, um, science fiction rules. Yes, lots of sci-fi. Amazing Star Trek stories, rules. Though. You you watched Amazing Stories growing up? Um, my my parents would, yeah. So I'd watch it with and them. And you, you you were familiar with like it was uh, 
created and produced by Spielberg. Spielberg, yeah. Spielberg. Okay. And at the time, it was family you know friendly that? too, so they could have me there watching with them. I mean, it was like reruns, but did still. you ever rent it from the video store? That's actually probably what it was. I don't think yeah. it got syndicated, so it was probably from the video store. Would they have like a couple episodes on each like VHS or whatever? Yep, probably, mm-hmm. and like a like, two like VHS pack. Did yeah. you have the the VHS rewinder? Like the, the the only one to the tape rewinder. Oh no, mine wasn't built in. No, 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 no. no but we're like talking you, about they had a standalone videotape rewinder for that those was like super because, fast. Because if you had a VHS uh, tape player and yeah. if you used rewind, it could theoretically damage the video head huh. or something like that. But basically, they're like. Takes too long to rewind it, so we're gonna sell head. just a video rewinder because it was like be kind, rewind. They would like charge you. They a charge fee. you, yeah. yeah. Oh man, we're all old. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's nothing to apologize for. You were born. You didn't, uh, you know, choose when your parents had sex and your father ejaculated inside your mother, and then uh, nine months later you came out. Uh, Can you guys excuse me for a second? Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Need to get down to business with something over here. Jesus, is he gonna go jerk off after that? <laughs> I just uh, caught out of the reflection. Oh, of the shut the hell up! <laughs> I think his family's up there. If you need something, my grandfather. All right, all right. Enough of this chaos. Uh, all right, so we're gonna get into it now. We're talking amazing stories. Today's episode we're talking about is Twenty One Inch Sun. Uh, before we get into it, let's throw out a little uh, drinking game rules. I have a few that we can do. But you know what? I figured out that if we just want to keep it to one rule and make it really effective, every time people fake laugh, take a drink. Oh, that's going to be... Because that is nonstop. I had a, I had other one before. I was like, every time you hear like the end of a punchline that you don't hear the beginning to, every time you have like... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Every time someone fake laughs, take a drink. And take it easy, bro. Like... Yeah, don't... That's... Yeah. I was going to say every time there's a phone call... Ooh. Or a voice, uh, what was it? Uh, voicemail still back then? Were they still uh, answering machine message? Yeah. yeah, that's a little more our speed. Uh, the way the episode starts is uh, we see a television playing. It's black and white TV, um, and they're watching Rocky and Bullwinkle. And we see our protagonist. Uh, his name is Billy, uh, and he's writing scripts while he's watching television, and uh, he. Finishes his script and he takes it over to a television producer who's dressed up like a chicken. And he, this gentleman finds his script very humorous, but it's not chicken funny. It ain't chicken funny. He's doing some type of television show. I don't know what it was. I was, I was like, is this a variety show or what? At first, I wasn't sure what the hell was going on with this episode as far as when it takes place. Um... Do you In think fact, it takes place like during the? So this came out. Uh, Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Wow. Yeah. That was one. Yeah, we not were. even. Um, that's so funny. Uh, I don't know. It came off to me as like a, like a Krusty the Clown or like. A, it was very mm. variety show type of. I feel like humor. Um, actually, I took a, a a cue from the television program that they were watching. They were watching an episode of Cheers in one scene. And I was like, okay, if they're watching Cheers, that I did a little research. I was like, well, that means it has to be at least 1983. So, oh, okay. Because at first I was like, maybe it takes place in the 60s or like, no, you know, no, no, when, no. you know, 
I don't know, Hollywood was still Hollywood land, you know what I mean? When it was still the heyday of television writing and stuff like that. Um, our main uh, character, uh, he has a great love for television and television writing. He loves the jokes. He loves, like, all these really cliche, I feel like. Uh, can, I, can I go back to something real quick? Sure. So uh, we've done a couple of these um, of amazing stories. I don't. I feel like I don't remember as much CGI in the intro as there was in this one. Is it the same one? The actual intro, intro. Yeah. This is the same, the same one. one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I, all the stories I just, throughout just look time. Goofier. Maybe I. I don't know. Maybe I just got a different version on the one I streamlined. I thought you were gonna say something completely different. Well, uh, well I also really like uh, at the very end of the intro. I think I mentioned it before, but um, the family around the TV. We like, love families. We love dads. Did you uh, did you guys do that a lot? Uh, watch TV as a family, like oh, everyone yeah. together. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. We That's did. when I would watch amazing stories. That's when uh, Miss Curry would be laying on her stomach, grinding into the carpet while shoving <laughs> Cheetos <laughs> into her face, eyes rolled in the back of her head. And she's watching Family Matters. No, but better than watching my homie's family. I didn't. Oh, I didn't watch. That was my... a sick burn. Yeah. Uh, no, but you, you know what? You, this, this reminded me of uh, another episode that we w did of Amazing Stories, um, the Hell to Pay episode. Yeah. Tell me that Mr. Billy Burles doesn't remind you of Harry Ballantyne. Yeah. A young, not necessarily naive, but like a cocksure, like young guy in his prime, just getting into his, you know, career A little path. down on his luck. Yeah. But like, still, like hard of talking gold. to himself a lot, constantly talking. That's like to a, a theme of these. I feel like it. Like they, a lot of talking to themselves in this. He's talking. Well, we'll get to that. But maybe he's not talking to himself necessarily. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay. Uh, well, but, we yeah. have this guy. He's Billy a Burles. slow typer too, by the way. Oh my God, he is. He. I, I still find it hard to believe. Like. So let's say this takes place in '87, mm -hmm. like when you, uh, when the episode came out. They had word processors then, no? Well, I feel like a lot of the things. So they were trying to. I feel like they tried to establish that this uh, guy is a television writer. He is very broke. You know, he's watching a black and white television. There's a scene later on where, for his dinner, he's eating water and crackers. Yeah, well, they, re they really eventually try and show how like financially ruined he is. Yeah. Um, uh, back to our uh, what's the chicken guy's name? They just call him uh, the chicken because he, like he's giving him writing notes. He goes, "It's funny. It's not chicken funny. It ain't chicken funny." But uh, he goes, "Go ahead." I just I like how they make this like guy out to be. It's why it remind me of Krusty the the clown so much. Is like like. <laughs> Your your ex wife called. Uh, she wants the poodle, and he's like, "Oh, her poodle day it is Saturday." Saturday. Yeah. Not budging on visitation. Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought oh, I don't know. It was so, so they had a lot of little funny bits, and at first I think, at first I was like, "Oh, that's supposed to be kind of like a slight misinterpretation. Like they're just kind of having fun with it." But then later on in the episode, I'm like, "No, they really do like." subvert expectations to have those jokes where you're like, oh, I think this is happening, and it's not. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, yeah, the, that part with the poodle is really, really funny. I like that a lot. I, uh, I also found that they have this stereotype of, like, or not the stereotype, but the cliche of the kid, let me give you some advice. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I think he says something like, did you find this funny or something like that? Or no, don't take no for an answer from anybody. Yes. yes. He's like, so you're going to do my jokes? And he goes, no. no. I don't like that guy. Chicken? I liked how when he slammed the door, the feathers came like cascading down from the ceiling. Dramatic. I liked it too, yeah. I thought he was going to be like a reoccurring character in this yeah. episode. I think uh, one of the things I really like, at least about this episode, I think the uh, Hell to Pay episode is kind of an exception where all the secondary side characters are shit. I think all the characters in this that are kind of ancillary characters are actually done really well. And I feel like all these actors kind of bring it. You know what I mean? But (laughs) after uh, uh, Billy gets turned away from the chicken, uh, he gets home. Walks around his apartment, and this is where he's eating crackers. He's listening to his answering machine messages. His mom's leaving a message, so you know he's not like a Did, lot of work. Are you eating your vegetables? I wish we could have seen mom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, come on. I knew I shouldn't have told this story. <laughs> now, every time you say anything I about fucking, a family, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to corrupt the file that we're uploading. Does that mean ejaculate all over it? Uh, hey, if, if that's what it takes <laughs> okay, to get it done. He's so poor. How come he leaves his TV on? When okay, he entered yeah. the apartment, it's already on. Yeah. Right? Is it included in his rent? Yeah, because the the landlord leaves the a witch. message. The, the witch. witch. Yeah. Yes. And I like how uh, she starts it out a lot, be like being all nice. And she's like, you know, you know the witch. And turn that TV off, basically. Because I wrote down, you know, I take my notes as I watch it, kind of like just free thought. I was like, did he just leave his TV on? Like, and he's got all these problems. Like, right. Let's go, Bill, in 1987. Your TV's probably cranking that thing down. Especially that, uh, that old school black and white TV. Like, when it was called 21 inch TV. I really didn't know what that 21 inches was referring to. To be perfectly honest, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. What? I just got that. I mean, 21 inches is just comically long for a 21 day. inch sun. Yeah. I wasn't talking about a dick. I just like. Talking I just, about television, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what it was at first. I didn't until just now. Wow. Is your mind blown? <laughs> no, I'm just. Feel like an idiot. All right. Already no, made... just slow. Not an idiot. Oh, thanks, Key. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Well, all of a sudden, opportunity knocks, and a television producer calls Billy on the oh phone. Oh, my God. What did you guys Mr. think of this, Dick dude? Castell from his company, Easy Come, Easy Go. How do you think that's spelled? <laughs> With Zs, right? <laughs> oh, and then... Oh, E-Z, but come with a... See, there you go. You, <laughs> you no walked right in that. Uh, he wasn't wearing any shoes, and his feet were on the desk. Was that like uh, in reference to somebody? Was there like a person? I'm wondering if this is like an old reference that's like over my head. Mm, I didn't get it. No, I mean, ugh, God, that's so gross. And they were like, like just big white tube socks. Cotton, I know yeah. uh, this dude. This <laughs> like dude was hanging like hanging off of him. <laughs> well, this guy was like maybe the third actor to be like 
like starting a scene laughing as hard as he can like and it wasn't great laughing we're just like okay great like whatever everybody's like so annoying and like I don't know. It reminds me of like having like weird fake laughing. Gas Did you like the way he talked to like the the slang he used? Did you Chow remember, dude? He also he called him babe. Hey babe, too bad babe. We start filming tomorrow. I'm like, I think you as like this, you know, executive or CEO, you're the one fucking up, waiting till the last second to get some sort of new fucking show on your. I know. Phone. And you did you notice what he said happened to the writer? He says, the oh, writer he... was committed to the insane asylum yeah. or some shit like that. So it's like, the, the guy who we had who was going to write our script was fucking certified, like, nuts. And we took him to the funny farm, and now we need somebody else to write the script. Which is, like, the funniest idea. It's like, yeah, the person who was doing your job went fucking crazy because the job sucks, and you have to be insane to do it. Maybe it's not about the job. It's like, we need a three-camera, like, hour-long family sitcom. Get that shit cranked out. Hour-long? That's like a... That's a lot of... There that's a, a lot page of, a minute. So that's like... Okay. They, it's 45 pages. Plus. Yeah, because... Well, yeah, yeah, between, between 42 yeah. to 45 minutes per... That's crazy. Yeah. That really is. I wanted to ask you about that, because I know you have a background in, like, screenwriting. Is that even doable? Uh, Overnight? Yeah. Only if you got the goods... So doable. I mean, no. I mean, like, literally, because it, okay, when you write a script, you just got to crank it out and get your shitty first draft out and then, like, kill your babies. Like, once you have, like, you know. Mm, that's your, a sound bite I want. Yeah. Kill, I, kill babies. I killed my babies looking at the reflection of, uh. <laughs> oh, snap! Uh, but, yeah, uh, I pretty much. Jesus Christ. I think that this guy knows that yeah, he is asking for oh, no. a very tall order <laughs> by saying, I need a 60-minute script by tomorrow morning. He goes, you don't have one already ready? Well, it's, uh, Billy says he can get one together. Yeah, if you're calling the the one of the writers, um, a staff writer from The Chicken Show, let's just call it that, <laughs> The Chicken Show, like... You're really fucking up at your job. Like. I know. He's like, you're basically writing spec scripts uh, for a guy who's dressed up as, like, chicken. Yeah. And after Billy gets this call, he's ecstatic. He starts jumping on the couch, playing fake, you know, air guitar. He does he every, up. every, like, kind of, he, he, like, shoots a basketball. He does air guitar. He does, yes. like, all, like, the classic movie, like, celebration things. But, like, it's like a high school kids like i feel like ferris bueller should be doing this you know what i mean punch in the air yeah he's like yes all right and Um, like what do you i really liked the way he did his character though so do you guys know this guy uh meteor man yeah okay i don't know if Mm y'all ever saw meteor man robert uh robert townsend (laughs) robert england no not robert england (laughs) no it is robert townsend oh yeah yeah the guy who played uh the guy who played meteor man uh, was not in a lot of shit. Same thing with the guy who played Valentine. Not in a lot of stuff, but when you're on Amazing Stories, you fucking bring your A-game. And this guy was great. I felt that the protagonist was very endearing, very mm-hmm. lovable, and very charismatic. I was, I mean, for a character who essentially carries the script by himself. You know, his, his, uh scene partner is an inanimate object i'm like wow this guy's fucking you know kept me entertained you know what i'm saying 
falls asleep. Slow your roll, inanimate object. Oh my god. What I love is this Billy starts writing this thing. He's so cocksure. He's so like, oh yeah, I got this. No problem. He starts like calling his landlord, the witch, and he's like, I'm gonna have your money. And then like, what seems like an hour and a half later is completely dejected and fucked up. Like, I can't do this. Like, he's asleep on the typewriter. Yeah. I love this a typewriter too. It's like so. I don't know. It's great cinematically, but it also, like you said, you're like word processors existed. He goes, "A suit came camper written in a night." He gives up, and he turns off the television. Uh, did you? So he, and then he calls. Well, the so next day, next morning. Next morning. Do you notice the number he dialed? What was no. it? Four 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 one one. Maybe one more one is that. Like, like that's not so a like number. A full telephone number then, yeah. Was it really? No. No, that would not okay. be a phone. Okay, I couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, and he calls this executive guy, and he has this the longest pause ever. When yeah. He's, and this he guy, goes, I'm sorry, I'm up to see you, because. And then he notices that the, there's a whole script there. And he starts thumbing through it. The script has his name on it. Yep. Only his name. I, uh, I watched it in a mirror version, so I had to do a lot of pausing. Mm -hmm. As well, yes. And so, I, yeah, I had to pause a lot and be like, okay. Um, you know what I think now? What's the executive's name? The guy who was, who, uh, was not wearing Yeah, Dick no Castell. Socks. High as fuck on cocaine. <laughs> it was the 80s. I actually had it. It was the 80s, exactly. Yeah, he had to be. I have a whole theory for this episode Ooh. about cocaine and the plant representing marijuana as opposed to cocaine with the people the and all kinds of things. We'll get to it. Oh, I have man. I have some I theories. Really like this I have okay, some let's, theories. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Uh, Kiri just did cocaine, actually. <laughs> I did not. I'm a good girl. Hmm. Billy uh, wakes up to find this script completed with his name on it. He takes it into Castell. Uh, he loves the script. Okay, he's I love laughing out of his chair. People open a page of something and read it within one second. They're hysterically laughing. They, everybody is it's insane. Everybody's on cocaine, basically. Uh, now that's timing. Billy's like, great, I'm glad you like it. Kind of like signs up for everything. He's like, all right. Uh, Castell's like, all right, I want you to rewrite a different sh uh, show. Also overnight. We're going to start filming in the morning, even though it sucks. We need rewrites. And then Billy's like, yeah, no problem. Goes home. And this is where things get a little spooky. Get a little herbal. Short and spooky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Billy no. comes home. I love the music during this scene. <laughs> oh, how was it? It just it it reminded you guys both did the same head motion at me at the same time. You were very interesting. Tell no, us I more. just um, the music was very fun and and kind of set the tone for it. It had this kind of weird like it reminded me very much like I like got a Steven Spielberg production kind of mm -hmm. thing that were um, bum 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, yeah, so he starts to write, and he's having a little trouble, and he's looking for his blotter. Well, he he he's like, 
talking about you're here. Yeah. yeah. He he kind of acknowledges that there has to be another figure, and I feel like this is kind of like oh, uh, this is when he's like searching through the place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because something produced this script, what, but who? Wouldn't you? I like how you like. Oh, I guess he had a deadline. He had to go and drop it off. But like, wouldn't you like have invested investigated this like before? Like, worry about some entity in your apartment. Yeah. And Haven't then you, you ever back? been like like you had a deadline to like crank something out? Not your dick. Crank it. I know. And uh, oh, well, every time we say crank something out, take a drink. That's <laughs> right. And uh, maybe I don't know. You were too delirious to remember writing it. I remember like writing reports. I did a report on rattlesnakes when I was a kid, and like I remember just like having so many troubles with it. But by the time it was done, I have no memory of writing anything. But oh. I had somehow completed the report. Child. I never edited. I just did one. One take, really. One and done. Mm-hmm. But then how'd you get a good grade on it? Uh, it was just I'm not good. having to do it again. I'm good, baby. I would I would get like B's and A's by doing that. No, I would get B's and C's, actually. For those at home, uh, Tommy is uh, not wearing shoes. He is stretching out his toes and his long <laughs> tube socks right now. He has his feet on the desk. <laughs> He's laughing riotously. We're going to take a break. <laughs> ciao, everybody. Ciao, babe. Just kidding. We're not. No, ciao, dude. Ciao, dude. Ciao, dude. Ciao, dude. Uh, so Billy, even though he's suspicious of what the fuck might be going on, he has no inkling as to where the script came from. He sits down and starts writing and working, and then this is when we first start seeing a little something's going on. His, uh, his fern, his little plant... That uh, he gave water to in the scene where he's eating crackers, starts tapping him on the shoulder, and uh, he's handing this. him a little uh, like jar or tube of whiteout. Mm-hmm. And, and he does he does the um, the classic thing of like taking it and then reacting what? like two three seconds later. I love that. That is that is a classic. Did. Uh, did you ever a lot of? Did you ever any plants growing up? Were you a plant person? I did actually. I had a really nice strawberry plant, and sometimes the birds would come and you know eat at the fruit. Um, we did watermelons, but they never really came up. Um, Do you not yeah, like definitely. birds then? No, I like birds just fine. Okay, like all critters, I hate birds. creatures. Do you really? Good. Yeah. Really? You like afraid of them or you hate them? I just dislike them because they poo from the. My mom had a bird. Oh, like she a domestic. She had it in a cage. Bird. Did you kill it? No, I Did wish. Did she love the bird more than you? Probably. <laughs> the fucking the bird would like make hella noise while it's watching TV. Oh man, it didn't like that. You're sucking down it would, Mountain Dews and this Doritos, was, and you're this like, was, I can't watch Freaks and Geeks. Good. No, it was not even anything like that. I was like, I want to watch Urkel, and it's too loud. I can't watch Urkel. <laughs> oh, and then it would like man. fly around the room. Did the bird go? Land on my head and like shit on my hair, <laughs> and like you know, it was. Did the bird poop on you? And go. See, did I do that? In the air, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except it was like. It was all like the bird version. What was its name? <sighs> Probably something uninspired and like Polly or like, you know what I mean? Like just something birdie. Like, Birdo. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like that. Birdo. Mario 2. Yeah, Mario 2. Yeah. The <laughs> very underrated game. Uh, it's a Nintendo game. 
I would get the 64 from Blockbuster. Actually, guys, you were talking about that earlier. I would rent the console and get the Barbie game, and I liked that. You and I play Borderlands together before. I am a savage at Borderlands. Let's keep it together, people. Oh, sorry. There's a new one coming out soon, I think. No, it's not soon. They haven't released the date, but they're going to, and I'm going to take two or three days off work after they release it and master it. Okay. Yeah. Damn. No, like my cat is named after a character from Borderlands. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to master something in the next couple of days. Oh, snap. One of the things that I think is really great from this episode, and this is the first time we see it, is the stop motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see stop motion animation of our little fern friend. Uh, and Lucy. Yeah, she doesn't quite have the name yet, but we see uh, this plant basically throwing out Billy's script, taking out the typewriter, being like, this shit fucking sucks, putting in a blank page and start typing in there because uh, however much Billy, you know, has watched television and loves, you know, the art, he's no fucking good at it. Like, this one plant fucking lives and breathes. Well, it doesn't breathe, but basically... They do. Mm. Plants breathe. I don't know. But this is when he's searching that big, big book about the plants, and he understands that plants need the sun. Yes. Since the there's no it? sunlight. Billy, it's some like weird, like uh, genealogy. I like. I don't know. Like the, the species, the species, or whatever. Uh, rapid. Billy. He did say the word sativa in there. I know. I remember that. Really? I do remember that. He said, I, like I said, he said plankton, and then he gets to. Uh, Fauna? Billy, yeah, looks mm. up like the plant and he goes, okay, this plant that I have that's been in my uh, living room watching television with me the whole time and needs only a small amount of water but needs oh, well, lots uh, and lots of sunlight. But he goes, I haven't given it any sunlight. It's only been next to television. And that's when you're like, oh shit, he turned off the TV yesterday and it turned itself back on and it's um, but that's when most people now. understood that 21 inch sun means the TV light. Are you uh, I, did I didn't understand that. No, Tommy didn't. No, I I'm didn't. calling him out. Uh, it's called a uh, rapid dragon vine, I think is what they call it. It's a spider plant. That's what he calls it later on. I actually had it written down. Did not uh, get the 21 inch sun, though. Oh, jeez. 21 inches. Maybe that was like a common uh, size for the television back in the day. Isn't that crazy? I feel like now when you get a TV, it's like 32 Mm -hmm. inches, 36 inches, 40. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's in increments of two or four inches or something like that. Yeah. Um, He said, like, so the TV is the sun. But I also thought it was funny because there's a... A lamp that is even closer and much brighter, just yes. blazing right at it. And I yeah. was like, is this thing going to be an expert in TV and lamps? Also like, lamps. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> it's like, here's a sitcom. It's about a family of lamps that... Uh... <laughs> hey, Pixar. Yeah. Our fucking classic character. The Ooh. Angle Points lamp. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Uh, we live near Pixar. Shout out to Emery Boo. Yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, we should not give up our exact location. Uh, people already know where we are. We talk about it all the time. But not, okay, we can't say my address. <laughs> Shout out to Tony's no, 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 no. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. But Billy is like, okay, 
I'm somehow going to set aside my suspension of disbelief and watch this plant, like, writing scripts. And he takes a script that the plant writes, turns it in, and they're uh, filming it the next day, and the audience is losing their fucking mind. This like, is... People are going ape shit for this script. This was your first drink, people. This no, is... it's no, not your first this script. Is like, this no, no, no. Been... This is your first, like, actual, like, we're... Where it gets ludicrous amounts of laughing. It's been ludicrous. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. No, but this is like... It looks like... Like, they're just like walking around the set while it's filming. They're like... People are just... If you're waterfalling the beers, this is probably your third beer. Yeah, true. One thing I love about the uh, the plant... You flash that okay sign, baby. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, man. If the thing was below the, the plant's waist... And you look at it. Remember that little game? Pop, pop. Oh yeah, you get pop popped. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is uh, where Billy and a plant, uh, no name yet, uh, he becomes writing partners. And uh, Billy's like, "Okay, cool. Well, you're writing these fucking scripts for me. I'm gonna start, you know, hooking you up with all my, you know, fat paychecks." He gets the the plant a bigger pot. Gets a colored television, larger than twenty one inches, and um, I liked. I actually liked the way the the hands of the of the plant were. They were great, actually. I have a lot to say about his relationship with the plant because I think that there's a lot of this story has been done before numerous times in numerous other stories, and I feel like it's something we see a lot of times as a viewer, like. Okay, there's a person who is somehow getting credit for all the work being done by someone else. And we see this person stepping into the limelight saying, yes, you know what? I'm going to step in and, and get this respect or get this power or money or whatever it is and get these kudos, these pats on the backs, but not necessarily, you know, acknowledge where that person or that talent is coming from. And what I really like is that Billy goes, I owe it all to you. And you're my best friend. My best this friend. is like a really touching moment. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, cool. And uh, this is when he's like, what's your, like, what should I call you? And this is the, has like this really sweet, tender moment where we see Billy kind of has this naming you know, They're like thing. jokey puns. They're yeah, not really yeah. like name names. It's like, Leaf, it's like them. pet names. Leaf Erickson yeah. and and like these really like bad jokes. And the plant uh, ends up saying, you know, typing. I want to be called Lucy. And uh, it's kind of like a, a really sweet, tender moment when you're like, okay, cool. I I really like that Billy's like, you know what? I wouldn't be shit without you because he does have good ideas he is a good writer but he takes too long and that happens sometimes like a lot of comedy writers work in partners they work in teams that kind of bounce ideas back off each other and stuff like that and even podcasters ah what are y'all's roles uh i'm i'm top he's bottom (laughs) uh does that mean bottom does everything Mm, no (laughs) was the last time you posted a uh twitter message uh, when's that? Sounds more like he's. The <laughs> Is top that what funny? they call it? A tweet? A, tw- a Twitter message? A twit tar. <laughs> I really want to post this one um, text message conversation I have with uh, Tom where I say, Hey, Tom, 
did you post that picture? And he goes, no, I don't have Twitter <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> and and I thought like it was that, the funniest right? thing. I was like, isn't Twitter only for phones? No. I don't have it on my phone either. Yeah. I know. I got a new phone. And we're, my apps, we're old I'm and having, out of the loop. Well, I'm just, I'm having trouble moving my old data to my new phone. <laughs> I've, I've been on the... On the phone with this technology. Oh, no, yeah, it's yeah. whatever. I I fucking hate this episode. So I'm far. just busting balls. <laughs> anyway, we see uh, Billy. He's uh, Billy and Lucy are sitting around watching television. They are critiquing the TV jokes and laughing out loud. Very exaggerated. Uh, and this is hey, who's got the remote in that scene. Was it the plant? The plant had the remote. Oh, I didn't catch that. You didn't see that? No. He's like, change the channel, change the channel, or volume up, or something like that. And Opposable <laughs> thumbs? You don't need that. Well, this is like a really funny moment. And they have a high five. Yeah, they have a high five. They're sitting on the couch watching TV, and then all of a sudden, all these Hollywood television business types come into the house. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? Door. I know. It reminded me of when I come over here. Yeah, you just you either come through the window or you go through the door. Yeah, and you know what else? You know what else reminds me of when I come over here? Uh, me hanging out with a plant. <laughs> yeah, I was also gonna say um, it's a sausage fest. There's this. There's a scene where um, chicken, your cat knocks over a plant. I wrote that down. I wrote down chicken. So, friend of the podcast, chicken, chicken. the cat. Shout out to chicken. Shout dope, out to chicken dope kitty. Uh, knocks over the plant. It comes a little bit later, but yeah, I do straight up let myself into your apartment just like these four people, and it's so funny. Uh, so these people are like television executives, so like come in with a bottle of champagne, already laughing, already fucked up, and what this I love about it, cocaine, yeah, yeah. So these people are the physical representation right. of cocaine, and I him- love you hear off screen like when uh, one of the television executives is like. This is my friend, uh, Giorgio, Tammy, Oliver, and Tina. And I'm like, so you don't know any of these people. No, none of these four people are you but dude, familiar with, a, but you're going to hang out with them. He's a hip writer, man. He's, he's putting down hey, they're party people. the funniest they show are on party TV. People. He is working all over uh, yeah. town. He, he's, he's writing numerous scripts. So the, they come busting in the door. Like, first of all, he, he supposedly lives in this, like, really dumpy place and doesn't lock his door. No. Like, uh, oh, I do also like, oh, he has the the basketball hoop. I think that's pretty cool. That is very... Did you ever have one of the little, like, Nerf ones back in the day? No. I've had one in the back kid. of a closet door. For yeah. Like, I did yeah, everything I could to stay away from sports. <laughs> that's why he's really? so fat still. By the end of the podcast, we're going to get you back to Fat John. Cool. And we're going to have, you're going to have long hair. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And then we'll both die. Okay. A couple years. What do you think? One, two. Suicide pact. Yeah. After we have, uh, we, we have to adopt, uh, Tommy Jr. Okay. Yeah. We'll create him in a lab. Yep. Half man, half Oh, no. Tommy, fern. Tommy Jr. just heard about... Oh, Tommy, go to bed. Don't yeah. listen to this. <laughs> Damn it. Can you edit that into the front of the episode so I don't hear Lucy! About... Put Tommy Jr. to bed. Okay. Echo, <laughs> put Tommy Jr. to bed. Echo ain't listening to you today. No, she's not. I, I love it. just 
real quick aside. I love that front of the podcast, Marcus got really fucking drunk the other night. <laughs> he was so drunk and fucked up that he was being polite with Amazon Echo. He's like, Echo, would you please put on this? That's right. Like he was like pleading with it and yeah. like <laughs> trying it. to like trying to like appeal to its like sense of decency like was tipping. so great. And he was yeah. like stuffing dollar bills in Echo's fucking top half. Uh, he would do that. He did. Anyway, um, we got four people. So they just opened his door. They come busting in, and they want a party. And they want a party. Whatever he, that means. This in is where 1987. Mm-hmm. It means cocaine. Exactly. I, I like that. We were all on, on really, board, right? This means oh, absolutely. cocaine. Absolutely. As soon as you said it, it made so much sense. This is where I really started to get hooked with the plant like with their relationship really like i started obsessiveness you i like started that, getting huh? a really sad feeling in my stomach because kind of knowing what or at least thinking what was going to happen um and they have that really sweet thing where the plant it's like out holding his hand and like talking him back knowing almost that like this is not these a good people idea. they don't really care about him they're cleaners they're yeah they're, they don't want what's in Billy's best interest. So he decides he's going to go out and party. Despite the fact that Billy, his, his best friend, is trying to... His, the plant, Lucy, is trying to hold him back. Well, here's the thing. I feel like sometimes he's completely taking advantage of the fact that Lucy is willing to do this writing for him. When the rubber meets the road, when you're like, hey, I need somebody to fucking grind out this script. Nobody else is doing this. You know, he's getting tired staying up all this you know, time. He goes to sleep. He wakes up. It's ready for him. He doesn't have to do anything. And you know what? I feel like sooner or later, that's... It It adds up. Like, you like you can't just get away with having all the benefits with the negatives. Man, you know I, I mean? want one of these for my, my day job. Well, it's just strange. So he goes, you know what? If he had planned this party if he had just been like oh you know what i'm gonna go out and do this it would have been another scenario but all these people show up back to his house and he has to brush you know lucy aside and be like you know what i'm just gonna do this thing no these people are my friends and then like are you telling yourself are you telling the plant like what's happening here i was bummed out when this starts to unfold you know what's gonna happen he starts going to the kitchen um chopping up on the mirror. Wait. Oh no no no. Oh. That's that's your kitchen. Okay. Uh, no. So, did you? Billy agrees. You feel like to party, and he puts Lucy outside on a windowsill. Did you see this coming? Oh, you had seen this before, but I have. As a little kid, were you like insightful enough? To... I actually didn't watch this episode, or don't remember watching this episode as a kid. The ones that I remembered watching and enjoying so much, I rewatched as like within the past few month or so, and they were really not. Did you watch the one with uh, Dawson from Dawson's Creek? No, I'll have to do that. What's that? Tonight. That's the music. Joey's Creek. Was it Joey? Was that was Joey? that was my AOL name. No, no, Joey's the, what, the first amazing stories we did with um, Kirsten Dunst. He would have been and... too young for that. You're thinking you... of Outer Limits. Oh, is that Outer Limits? Oh, geez, I'm sorry. I'll Never mind. Getting my hopes up. Well, it's outer. You could what? It's got Kirsten Dunst and uh, what's his name? Is this your way of inviting Pacey. me back already? Well, we already did that episode, but you can come on for another one. Okay. Pacey. Was it? <gasps> Pacey. I'm, he was the one that really, you know, did it for me. He was in Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's one. Actually, I like Quack. the Cake Eater the Quack. best. Quack. 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 Stop. We're not All doing right. that. 
Um, okay, anyway, so I... I did not see it coming, no. Really? Okay, because no. like this, I just got, I knew. I was confused with why did he have to put the plant where he put the plant. That Because it's alive, and if everyone else knew that he was getting all his scripts from a plant, then they would take the plant and basically so take like, it in a... So close your bedroom this. door then. Uh, I, I just feel like a bedroom door. Or like I feel put like in your bathroom or something. Yeah. They left immediately. There was no reason to have no. her out in the elements. He vulnerable. had guilt for taking advantage of the skill mm. of this plant. He knew he was manipulating Doing this right, plant. Yeah. Taking advantage of this plant. Granted, he did have genuine feelings for it, but it, so the, the best friend thing really started cemented for me when when he's like. You're my best friend, and you can, and like he does a great job actually acting like that, and and mm -hmm. it's such a funny thing to like be step back from being like, this is a man telling a plant that is writing scripts that he's his best friend, but you, I was invested. Yeah. Like for those of you listening at home, Tommy is dabbing his eyelids with a handkerchief as he's speaking. Yes, I am. Uh, we edited out five minutes of me hysterically crying, and, um, and we're back huffing rubber cement. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, all joking aside. Um, Billy wakes up the next day. I love this. No, no, no. Well, the, the whole thing when he he puts a... He, he puts, puts a plant outside. Mm -hmm. And that's when we see chicken. Chicken. Shout out cat. Chicken. Oh, it is marmalade just like chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see a little orange tabby cat. I like how they had to have um, chicken knock off uh, another plant just to establish that this is like a mischievous cat being like, fuck What a plants. troublemaker. Yeah. Got a regular well, Garfield actually, over night, here. Moxie woke me up trying to get out of Moxie daisy is, that a Moxie is Miss Curie's cat. Yes. My Shout out to Curie's cat. cat. Named what? after the Borderlands character. Mm -hmm. you know, just, what, uh, what happened? She woke me up last night trying to get out of a daisy plant that one of my coworkers has gotten me as a present. Uh huh. Because kitties be liking plants. Yeah, they stomp around at night. I've heard that's they need why they... mittens. Mm, did I take out. it? You did. I did. Um, but uh, I did. I I really started getting a little anxious during the scene because like the plant is like shaking basically mm. and like really really scared. Yes. And I was like, this is a great episode because I am invested. Like I I said before, like I was generally like. Fuck this shit. If this fucking plant dies or gets what's going to happen to it, I'm pissed off. I love that you were, that was how you felt because I put poor Lucy just quakes in fear, exclamation mark. Yeah, she's just quaking. But like we're seeing her as a character. Even yeah. now we're using those pronouns. Like that's how well he did like communicating this plant, this inanimate Selling object. Selling their relationship best together. Friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that part where it grabs his hand, I was genuinely like, yeah. I would tell those people to fuck right off. Oh, yeah. Well, because like they're not really your friends, but Lucy really is. Yeah, exactly. They and like, no scripts for and, you. And he had just said how he's like, you're my closest best friend. Like, you're yeah. my, basically his only I friend. I love they, you. They don't show, they don't show, they don't show any other sort of. I mean, of, this episode is the love story between a man and his plant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I bought into it. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have just said that sentence you said before, I'd be like, whatever. This has got to be a Freddy's nightmare or something really garbage. <laughs> no, I was. I was sold instantly in that, and then you knew we what's going to happen. We were all well on done. board. Well yeah. done, very well done. Uh, yeah, again, I did. I did. Wrote down in all caps. Looks like chicken. Three exclamation points. Um, and she would do something like that. Chicken would be, would do something like that. 
Uh, so he parties, and he like when he leaves, he's like, party, party. I uh, know. I love how it's like so generic partying. So I feel like they're like, we're just gonna write you dancing. guys. We're going to. We're just gonna mention partying as much as possible, but actually not show any partying and just kind of leave it up to audiences, like you but know, I imagination. Like that because it reminds me of like what you're saying, the symbolism of it being cocaine, because that's like how you, you know. It's all party? superficial. That's what they're saying. It's yeah. like, none of these people are really your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really want to party with this little short dude in a white suit named Giorgio who has like weird, you know. The synthetic drug. Yuck. He has like weird Rod Stewart hair. You don't want to hang out with no. Giorgio. No. Yeah. I wrote down, I am getting bummed out. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, real okay. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Billy wakes up. He's holding an empty champagne bottle and has, like, confetti in his mouth. All over him. He spits it out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. 99. And then, okay. He, uh... He's, like, stuck between his... Couch cushions? Couch cushions. Yeah, yeah. Like, did they go back to his place after? Because they had a bottle of champagne when they left to go party. One bottle. So... For four, five people. So did they go out... Go to the club, blow a bunch of. I felt coke. like they did not leave his apartment at all. No, they showed. They him. showed, yeah. Yeah. Right did after they? you put him, yeah. Right after you put it, Lucy out, he immediately left. That's why I have. I don't think he shouldn't have done that. It wasn't a good choice. So yeah. just left Lucy in the bathroom. Be like, I'll be right back for you. That's my point. Yeah, he could have done that, and no, he puts him on a, a one foot fucking ledge outside of his kitchen window. Six uh, inch, son. You okay. You okay with there, kid? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Okay. Well, um. Billy wakes up and he looks around. He's like, hey, Lucy, we gotta go get you. Time to wake up. And he looks out the window to where he put uh, Lucy on the ledge. And just in time, he sees uh, a garbage truck driving over the fallen over pot of his writing partner and best friend, Lucy. I would say his writer for the most part. Yeah, I mean, well, so I thought about that too. I was like... 30, I'd say. But there are genuine parts where it is give and take. And he's like, watch this joke. This is too soon, but this is later. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he does actually have a more give and take because there was a time when I was like, no, uh, really, Lucy writes it all and he's just taking all well, credit. I think she but like, he does. unlocks his ability. Like I do, I do really. It's think not that, that he doesn't contribute, but she definitely carries the bulk of the load. I yeah. mean, there's there's scenes where he is dictating scenes to her, and she's typing. She's. But, but I think that they show that. It, over the episode as like that is towards the end before this event happens and they you can see like he's actually learning from it i think one of the things is like that he was just a slow typer and i think so yeah because they they really make a they make a case out of it like no one can write this in this amount of time and then multiple times they say wow you wrote the script overnight if anyone can write this you can yeah. don't say anything Save it for a script. Mm-hmm. And they have the really actually touching scene of when he runs down and sees the plant down there. It curls around his finger. It curled around mm-hmm. his finger, and then it did sort of like a the death thing of like the equivalent of like the person. I love but before that, I got you. excited. I thought like, <sighs> yay! Hi. Oh, me too. And then it was just ripped away. Yeah, and it, it really, really. He picks up the little part, and then it wraps its thing around his mm-hmm. finger. And his finger, I was like, <laughs> yay! She's she lives. I was, and then it dies. I 
was wa- I was watching this just like lying in my bed uh, last night. Arthur I, hand. I Arthur hand and like hit my my bed a little bit, my mattress, and was like, no, did not appreciate the. Uh, and so then I'm like, he's done. Like I thought for sure that they're gonna be like, oh, washed up. You yeah, can't do yeah. it anymore. No. Um, but I loved how he honored her. You know, he didn't just exactly. like toss her away. Like that's just no. a meaningful relationship. Well, that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about the story overall was that they had a lot of things that that we have all seen these contrived like uh, ideas. Numerous times and times again where it's like, okay, I took advantage of this relationship or I took credit for this thing when I shouldn't have and then it came back and bit me in the ass. And rather than showing him not being able to write the occasion and write a script himself, it wasn't about him not being able to make the money or write the script. It was about him missing this person out of his life. Ultimately, it's the relationship. Whether it was yeah. a person or a plant, you know. Not and what she does for him. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I thought. I'll save it for the rating, but yeah. Um, He's smoking a cigarette. Oh my god, I love oh, this. So, 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 so 80s protagonists Wait. don't do that anymore. Okay, no. so we have Lucy is is a, is a smash dead plant. I thought that was base, really cool. And he takes her to the. You think she's he's taking her to the cemetery, and you're like, <laughs> that's what where the, the people fu-? go. There's like a funeral procession and like a like a police motorcade and you're like what the fuck and then like the camera like pans down to show him burying the plant outside of the cemetery <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if this actually was like uh what like 1963 and like that was jfk's fucking like presidential motorcade i know that'd be burned. so funny to see like other plants like some other guys just yeah, a yeah little plants, saluting. like saluting and yeah lucy has respect she totally slipped. i liked the little touch of uh how the the lu and the cy were still you know, sort of together, and he Broken. put it on top of the gray. Yeah, on, on the little Lucy had right? been painted onto his pot, and then when it was broken, I fucking loved their friendship it was, so it much. Was I'm getting very touching. I want one. Okay. A friend is what I'm yeah. asking for. Don't look at me. <laughs> well, okay. So Billy tries to go back to writing. But uh, he misses Lucy too much, and this is where he's like, he's got a sweater slung oh. over his shoulder, smoking okay. cigarettes, yeah. which is a very 80s thing, because I feel like people didn't just haphazardly smoke cigarettes. Either you're a smoker or you're not, but yeah. that's what was so great about well, this. Well, I'm kind of one of those. Yeah. I smoke once in a while. I'd never smoke. Mm. Um, and oh, then also, he uh, turns during around. the smoking scene, he looks back. And there's a oh, guy. There's a happy is it, man. Is it her? There's a happy man who is holding a potted plant, like from With, a like, nursery. From the nursery, and I said, never have seen someone so excited by a plant purchase because, like, the owner's out there talking to him about it. Like, he's clearly already bought this. The guy doesn't have to like try and Make sell him an anything sale. else. And this guy is like, this plant, uh, it's really mine. Like, it reminds me of like a kid on Christmas being like, this and <laughs> sixty four. Like, is it real? Am I am I sleeping? It's blah, blah, so blah. good. And yeah, and, and and then you know, it's just rubbing it in. He's oh, just yeah. feeling more and more bummed Billy, out. Billy gets like a shitty like replacement plant that looks like it's like a weird like fuzzy. Looks like something I get this. What was that character when we were kids that was like like it like you know what I mean? Do you remember that Captain Caveman? No, from the Adam's Family. No, it wasn't it, but it was like it. It, it looked just like the plant, but it. I think it was cousin it. I, I don't know. Mm. Eh, anyhow, but, it's like a um, Scooby Doo. Uh, whatever. They yeah, he's like trying. Well, to, he's trying to get the magic back with this one. Yeah, Billy has been like, all right, I have no 
skilled to write by myself. I have to like work with an inanimate object. And he's like, he goes he's back like, to the grave. Well, it seems like yeah, like he finally comes to terms with the fact that his close friend is dead. And he's like reminiscing oh, at the gravesite yeah. of Lucy. And he's like, yeah, we were really a great team. And you really were my best friend. And he's finally acted like he was moved on. And this is one of the things that was great. Because I also felt like as much as I want to say there's a direct correlation between drugs and partying. I also feel like uh, Lucy was also a very needy girlfriend. And, like, the same type of thing. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go out with my friends. These are my friends. Stop trying to grab my hand and, like, let me do my thing. And I thought it was so funny because, like, he's like, oh, I'm just moved on. I'm done with you, Lucy. I appreciate you for everything you were. And then, like, as soon as he starts to move on, she's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> I liked back um, to the ground. I liked how he's like, we did everything together. Watch TV. Write scripts. <laughs> I'm like, you did two things together. That's it. And then like maybe that was that guy's life. Maybe something good will crop up. Oh, yeah. Little. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know who wrote that? Foreshadowing. Like, whatever writer was like, got it. Done for the day. <laughs> Socks up on the desk. Like, yeah. Done. I got it. Uh, and so you know this is going to happen once they sh they showed him going back. and The branches of Lucy start breaking through the soil, and yep. Billy gets all excited. He goes, Lucy! Well, I like how they do the thing where in movies where, or TV and film in general, like where someone who wears glasses turns around and to get takes a better them look off. at them, they take the glasses off. To get a clearer view. To get a clearer view. view. I'm like, right, was this guy just wearing them for, you know, whatever reason? But, uh, Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. It's... So yeah, we got he Lucy gets excited. Back. Cut to an um, exterior office building, and the building says Billy Burles Productions. And what I thought was so funny about this was not only did it not say anything about Lucy. I mean, there was like <laughs> a picture of a plant or something built into the logo, but. It just goes to show, it's like, hey, you had the opportunity to reappreciate your writing partner, and not only did you not, like, you acknowledge yeah. your writing partner, but you have seemed to take multiple, I don't know, characters. Like, you took advantage of this, and what seems to be the equivalent of a sweatshop of having all okay. these plants, yeah, so it, right? It, it, Cuts However, to him getting he's a script. Wait, down wait, wait, wait. Traveling just, in Europe? Galas? Wait, wait. Just real quick. Okay, wrap this up real quick, and we'll get into this. Oh, it, it, cut, it cuts to him, uh, and he's he's panning back from, like, a close-up of him and Lucy, and he's getting his script, and he, of course, reads the whole page in one second, and his favorite joke is, I'm not the pizza boy, and he just laughs hella hard. Well, instead of being actually at his office building, he is back at his house. Oh, he's at his place, he, yeah. He, he is back to the nuts and bolts of it, writing scripts for the hell of it, because that's what he loves to do. He's not there for the money. He's not there for anything else, but because of the fact that he loves television and he loves Lucy. And, you know, this is where he'd rather be, whether or not he got paid for it. This is, this is his truest self. Rising to the occasion and and yeah, basically fucking killing it. You know what I mean? Like as his true self. Yeah. You said he's what traveling. 
Well, no, the secretary said that. She's like, no, I told them, no, you're not going to go to Europe. I told them, no, you're not going to go to the gala premiere. So he's he, definitely sacrificing, but he could have had more notoriety like, right, and more money. But you know what? This is this is the way he wants it. This is his terms. And instead of getting all brand new on fucking Lucy, he's going to stay humble and mm-hmm. keep living with 15 plants. And Do you think he had one of them for the bedroom? I, okay, I, <laughs> I had a feeling like, I don't know, he had a weird sex thing with this plant, right? Am I wrong? Wait, how did you catch that? I didn't catch that. All I feel like is, as a dude, if you're not having all your needs met from a plant companion, then <laughs> eventually plant. you're going to have to, you're going to be looking around a little bit. I just feel like it was a little... It would be funny if he had, like, one of these plants was, like, a, a pot plant. I was going to say, like, a weird, like, Venus Five trap. He's like, yo, give me some of that. Break <laughs> me off some of your arm fucking... Suck me off, plant. And, oh, how about all of them were just variations of Lucy or Lucille? Oh, yeah. And then it ends with them, uh, doesn't it, like, they're watching uh, I Love Lucy, right? They're going to. So that was their episode. Um, <laughs> let's do our ratings for it, for Creepy Crawlers. Um, do you, uh, want to play our little creepy crawlers thing? So that was Amazing Stories, season two, episode 15, handpicked by Miss Curie, sitting to my left, uh, directly across from John. Uh, we will now do our ratings for it, uh, zero to ten creepy crawlers, zero being the worst, ten being the best. Um, the way we do these, Curie, uh, is... You rated it on, well, obviously whatever you want to, but story, uh, acting, nostalgia purposes, whatever you like. Don't so, feel uh, like you have to grade this on any type of serious thing. Like, really, feel free to, you know, uh, have as much or this little wake room as you need to if you thought something was significant or not at all. Like, this is all whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to go first, or would you want to hear one of us? I have four. Okay. So... Do you want to like do all four of them and well, average gonna, it out? I, that's yeah. Okay. So, do you want to go first? Yeah. No, I can go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go right ahead. Then. All right. So I gave it an eight out of ten for rep- for representing uh, relationships and friendships, and it was it was heartwarming. It just it felt like a good episode to watch. So it got a solid B for that. I agree. I, Thank you. I gave it a 2 out of 10 for healthy living. I just didn't think there was like good choices consistently. Even towards the two end. 2 out of 10? You know? Yeah. I didn't that's think it was very for healthy, healthy living. Was, yeah. That's like um, the way he Like, like a lifestyle to know. aspire to. No, th- oh, okay, no I, just okay, think, okay, I rate okay, that yeah, low. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I gave it a 6 out of 10 for resurrection stories, right? Because Lucy, she's dead. She's gone. But now, she, oh, she's back, yeah, She right? shoots she's, right up out of exactly, there. Exactly, right? So, you know, resurrection story. And then I gave it an 8 out of 10 for representing the 80s well. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a great rating for it. Yeah. yeah. So what um, if we combine all of those? Um, 24. 24. Divided by, or, yeah, divided by 40. 24 out of 10. You hear it here. By 40. Would be the average. Do you know what that? Uh, Tom is doing some math. What's our percentage? Uh, six. It'd be six. So six. Six out of ten. Okay. All right. That's is that uh, final score? 
That's my final score. Okay. I think it's a pretty fair rating. John, do you want to go next? Sure. Uh, there's a lot of things I liked about this episode. I liked a lot of the uh, changing my expectations. I liked that they were like, oh, yeah, you think they're going to be, you know, uh, buried inside of a cemetery, but then it's buried right outside. You think this guy's going to be taking credit for this script and not appreciating his writing partner, but he does appreciate them. He just momentarily gets, you know, lost track of where he's at. You know what I mean? And I think that there's a lot of common things that we've seen numerous times in other stories as far as, you know, people, again, taking credit for credit that's not really due to them. Mm. I think that this does a very similar thing to the comedy thing where it's like you think it's going to pan out one way and it might not necessarily end up that way, but one way or another, it kind of still has that changing of expectations. I was entertained the whole time I watched this. I feel like this was a very heartwarming episode. Um, If I was to just take this and watch it as it is, it is nice. It does make me feel good. If I was laying on my stomach, grinding my crotch in the carpet with the rest of my family, <laughs> I would feel good with this. Even if I wasn't grinding my crotch in the carpet, <laughs> I would love to watch this. You know, just get a big old bowl of popcorn, renting a VHS tape from a, you know, a video store, you know, falling through a ceiling, looking at weird porn. Did Jesus your family Christ. go to Blockbuster or did you guys go to like the cheaper Later local on. version? By the we time I went to Blockbuster was it Mike's was one of them? I know there was like Mike's <laughs> Mike's hard video store. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was like Hollywood, there was Blockbuster and there was like the Mom and Pops ones. Yeah, I went we to a few to Mom, Mom and Pops, Pops ones. Yeah, There's a good one in, uh, in Piedmont still. Over yes. on Piedmont Ave. We they... should uh, film a little something and go over there. Okay, are you talking about porno? No, don't I, they have uh, live action t- tweets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, weird. All right. Uh, so, rating? Well, I'll get back to my rating. Uh, I don't know. I guess what I was saying is this. I loved watching this. I loved that it kept me on my toes. I like that the protagonist was someone who was very earnest and genuine and likable. Like, I like mm-hmm. having a protagonist who I want to hang out with, who he loves what he does, he loves his friends, and he really values his relationships. You know what I mean? And I I had fun watching this. It made me feel good. This was a feel-good episode. Yeah. It, it warmed my bones. It fucking, you know... Put a smile on my face and, you know, I wish I had a little, you know, red-haired cat to sit in my lap <laughs> and pet and play with. Don't call Tommy that. Okay. I wish... I don't have red hair. I wish I had a little fern to do all my writing for me. And change the channels. Oh, my God. The best part. Yeah. Um. Overall, this episode was a solid... Seven. Okay. But, whoa. Something about it. I just have to give it a little extra bump. I'll give it a 7.1. Is that a. Is that bump uh, a reference to the cocaine everyone's doing? The oh, I was going to reference to a bump in my pants of my. 
little boy pigs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Tommy. So 7.5 is what you gave 7. it? 7.1. Oh, 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 one bump. Thanks okay. for jumping on top of him. Jesus. She literally did. Uh, okay. Um, you guys touched on a lot of the points. Did we touch, I, did we touch on them? Uh, well, they touched the floor, and we were rubbing them back and forth. But uh, I deserve that. It's okay. I thought Robert Townsend did a really good job in this episode. Yeah, the thing I great. took away from this most was this is pretty much a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... Sorry. It's a one-man, one-plant show. And, mm-hmm. and he did a really, really good job of selling this character as someone that is sort of a loser but extremely likable. And you root for him from the very beginning. There's um, The only time you ever kind of get annoyed at him was obviously when he leaves to go party. Yes. Uh, I think he elevated, like, I mean, just the, the fact that he was acting with uh, with a plant. Yes. And made it something that you, I honestly, it's one of the last episodes we've done that I, I actually was really, really bummed out when the the possible plant died. When Lucy the love died. interest, the love interest, yes. Um, I thought it was pretty simple and straightforward. Uh, I loved like the over the top kind of eighties thing that uh, Kiri touched on before as well too. The clear like executive on cocaine and everyone just like partying all the time. And the fact that he really didn't want to that much, except that the only that it was one problem was the one time he didn't spend every night with Lucy is the time that. He carelessly puts her out and she, you know, well, dies at the moment you think it. But um, I thought it, I, again, I, I was like Arthur fisting when he, when Lucy was dead and I struck my mattress. Tom loves fisting. Yeah. Oh God. Good God. Um, I, I, I liked the randomness at the beginning with the chicken guy. I liked the chicken cat. <laughs> Shout out to chickens. We Shout love chickens. chickens. She probably is going to come out yelling at us soon. So, um, I overall I enjoyed it. Um, it's something you can watch. You kind of touched on John. You could watch with your family. You wouldn't have to worry about you know lying on the ground and having to tuck that boner into your waistband. In there. Yeah, there was nothing weird. There's nothing sexual. Um, I thought they did a really good job actually with like the way they actually operated the the plant puppet so to speak and low stop stop motion motion. um so overall i'm gonna give it a 7.5 whoa i truly i think this might be the first time tommy has ever given a higher score than i have what did i give for the are you afraid of the dark the last one was an 8.5 yes it was lower than me you were a nine right and tori was a 10 i'm telling you every time i've ever given a score You've just been a little lower this time. No, I think I gave Freddy's higher than you the first one. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I did. Uh, anyway, viewers, um, email us. Let us know. Yeah, seven point five uh, out of ten creepy crawlers to me. I, I thought it was something that was fun. Uh, I would show someone else again if they had never seen it. You, you can Tommy show... hates rewatching these. I've rewatched. Oh, God damn it! Get <laughs> fucking fake news over here. Um. And, uh, yeah, you could watch it with your family. I could show this to, like, a niece or a nephew or to Tommy Jr., um, you know, in a, co- in a couple decades when when we have our child together. He's talking um, to John, by the way. Yeah. It sounded like well, he said a couple. You and I have a marriage pact, Gary, too. We do. I think it's... We have a legit one, though. Yeah. 
Fuck, it's like actually not too far. Yeah, it was forty-five. That's was it forty-five? Yeah, was it forty-five? Never mind. That's oh, that's another one that I have. (laughs) Wait, you have got somebody a a marriage practice before forty-five? I have like four. Whoa! So I'm not just like back burner. I'm like the other one of a crew, like a C. Well, I also I think we talked about this before. Like, it's kind of sad though. It's like there's like four people who are like, okay, worst case scenario. I have to marry you. It's like, oh, thanks. That's it's very, very sweet of you to be like, well, if my fucking eggs are super dried up, I will go with you. As opposed to being like, hey, I want to marry you. I you look at that have, so darkly. Uh, I think I have I mean, a I, I marriage like, pack to marry, like... Me? No, it's going to say, like, it's like a pack of, like, Oscar Mayer wieners. Yeah. Or, like... Wieners? A jar of best food <laughs> mayonnaise. Isn't there, like, a... You have a two-liter Mountain Dew that you're, you're going to get married to? Shh. Stick your dick inside that thing. Talking about... Are you talking to Lucy? Yeah. Do you oh. also have a Mountain Dew thing? What about it? Like, I, how I love it? Do you love it, too? He used um, to drink, like, two liters straight from the bottle when he was a little fat kid. Yeah. I was a little fat kid... <laughs> It was a little fat kitten. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I had some of my whiskey a grown earlier. Fat I love kid. the Mountain Dew. Yeah, uh, Miss Curie was drinking whiskey and Mountain Dew mixed together. Yeah. Just so you know the the Level drinks of, of our class guests. that I'm bringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So seven point five out of ten. I thought very it was very respectable fun. score. Very respectable. Yeah. I could have my mom over and watch this. I could have uh, my cool coworkers over. Not you guys. Yeah, um, I'm not cool. I don't work with But I think you. it was something that, like, if anyone who enjoyed this kind of time period of, of show, this style of show, that they would be like, this is fun, and it's actually something that you would pay attention to. But, yeah, I thought it was great, and I'm really happy you picked this episode. <gasps> Thanks. Um, I just, this, it, like, puts a smile on my face. I just, like, want to put an arm over everybody and, like, put a plant. Like, on my shoulder. You know I what I mean? said it, like, 30, 40 minutes ago. Like, I made me want to go and get a plant and just, like, start, like, I just Like, what's it like, you know? I like, maybe, maybe I like it. I got chicken. And then and Joey's just as mm-hmm. mischievous as two. Joey's might be even more mischievous. Maybe if you put it on the outside ledge. No, I think I'd put it in my bedroom because <laughs> I don't let them in there. That would be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Then it won't they fall get, off the ledge. They, they, they're just loud and they're jumping around. And if they, if I, they do sneak in once in a while, they just sit on top of me and I'm trying to sleep and knead the bread. You know how they do the cats mm-hmm. do that thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's all get plants. Ooh, maybe I'll get a hanging plant. Very cool. Well, we could take like a macrame braiding workshop. Like, oh, for we your won't hanging do all that. Plant. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. <sighs> this is why any I any plants. workshop or class, I'm out. But that was Amazing Stories. 21-inch sun. 21-inch sun. Thank you so much for bringing this to us, Kiri. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug? I just love y'all. Okay. Oh, she's going to... Never mind. Well, uh, for those of you listening at home, if you guys want to drop us uh, uh, an email, uh, feel free to send us the email. uh, At Short and Spooky is our Twitter handle. Or you can write us an email... Uh, short and spooky uh, at gmail.com. Gmail. That's correct. Uh, um, I'm trying again. I'm I've been going through them. We're getting lots now. And it's if tough. you guys want to write a spec script, but attach <laughs> my name to it and oh. subject and send it into uh, the local uh, episodes of 
um, the Chicken Variety Show. Um, um, feel free to write my name, and I'll take all your credit. So, and also, just to touch back on something we started at the beginning, um, feel free to tag us on Twitter uh, with your story about the first time you uh, you blasted off. Oh, my God. Hashtag first crank. Christmas with the cranks. Oh, God. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, give us a like on iTunes, on Spotify, and hit us up whenever. And we're going to go uh, party right now. No, let's go to the dance. That's what I meant by party. Oh.